I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The, the Hulk was not a, a super villain. Oh, that's and so true. The Hulk was oh, actually a good was. guy. And the storyline of the Hulk is that suppression of the Hulk. Hi, it's Rachel Bellow. And I'm Suzanne Mushin, and you're listening to the Big Payoff Podcast. So today we're talking about how you behave when you're under stress. We might talk a little bit about how we behave too, but let's talk about you too, because we know it's not pretty, and you're going to need to tame that beast. Everyone's inner Hulk is a turn of a scary turn of the dial of an existing strength. We're really talking about it at the office mainly. Oh, and, yeah. And don't play dumb. You know that you have an inner Hulk in you. It's the same one that comes out every time you're under stress. So you need to understand who that is and how to keep that from coming out and basically creating chaos. First of all, know what your inner Hulk looks like. So I'm going to actually look, no one spends more time with me, including my husband and children than Rachel. So um, and we've been now over the 18 years under plenty of situations where we're under stress. And also, I just want to say stress, meaning real to you incoming stuff that might mean that you're overwhelmed with the amount of work. It might mean that you have an argument that you're having with a coworker. And it's the same inner Hulk that comes out every time, Suzanne. It's always the same manifestation of that monster. Not many things. Right. One. So I'm going to go back and say no one spends more time with me than Rachel. Um, we've been under stress many times. So what is what is my inner Hulk? <laughs> really? Are you inviting me to, to go for him? it? Yep. So your inner Hulk, I will call the control freak. Okay. And interestingly, I'm both cringing and smiling nodding. with acknowledgement. Your strength, Suzanne, is that you have an enormous capacity for attention to detail and for making and, and a sense of perfectionism about things going well. That has served you beautifully in your work world. Where it turns dark is when things get very chaotic and you can't possibly control everything that's going on around you and yet you do and <laughs> you 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 I won't say you you don't scream no. but you Get into people's faces about their work in a way that is hugely shutting down of their creative capacity and their ability 
to trust their own judgment. You are line editing. You are looking at a videotape and going, the lighting is off on this second. And it's like, ma'am, I am a full-size professional. (laughs) (laughs) And, And it's really, really scary. And yet the minute things start loosening up and things start going well, you go back to the best manifestation of that where it's like people feel comfortable and being led by someone who has standards. It's really fair. I was picturing when you said that the moment that I was on an airplane and Rachel and I were flying to this meeting, it was a stressful meeting. We were making a big pitch, but I hadn't yet seen the presentation for the meeting. And Rachel's cringing. She's like taking her headphones off. I hadn't yet seen it, so I opened it up on the plane, and there were typos. Typos throughout it. Throughout. And we're about to walk into the meeting, and I lost my shit. She sent an email email. from the airplane to the staff back in Chicago that was – it's amazing that it didn't burn the cyber wires on its way. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. I felt bad about it. So tell me who I – who's my inner Hulk? Introduce me. To my inner Hulk by name. What is the name of my inner Hulk? So I'm, because I was a Star Trek junkie when I was a child, so I'm going to call Rachel's inner Hulk the shields up. You know, shields up. Um, So Rachel's gift is clear thinking. So when when Rachel's under pressure or under stress... She goes into hiding. It's like a turtle. You know, her her head goes right back into the shell. And it's this weird... um, Are you calling my neck wrinkly? No, you just did. Oh. You just did that. Turtleneck? Yeah, turtleneck. Um, It's this weird experience where someone who you're used to being very engaged with, and that's like your charm and your sparkle, just shuts down. And you become... This flat version of yourself, it's like a 3D moves to like 2D. And there's no penetrating it. There's just no penetrating it. So what I've learned is you just have to get through that. And then I'll know your voice changes, your face changes, but there's nothing anybody can do because the shields are up. The light goes out. I'm still there. Yes. And they cannot. And I'm saying I'm saying something, but it's not. I'm not. And they can't get through. There is one more type that's neither you nor me. Right. Right. It's the bully. In fact, in fact, I worked for a client whom I adore as a person. He's really wonderful and he's a great leader and he's a great leader because he's hugely decisive. Right. That's and he's a big leader. Yeah. And I encountered him recently in a project where he was under a lot of stress and I was brought in about a month before the big deadline and he was in Sufferable. He was such a freaking bully. He, in the middle of you know presenting an idea, he'd go, "Well, that's ridiculous. That is just not true." And it was horrifying around the table. Yeah. And I remember calling you and going, "What happened to my friend? Right. This guy." And that's what got us to start talking about. This is the same guy yeah. and the same quality of decisiveness, but turned so loud oh, yeah. that it becomes the inner hulk. My inner Hulk can be quite beastly. You pretty much can't say much to me without me snapping and losing my cool. So when I am stressed, I will become this um, sort of gopher. I'll sink down in a hole and I'll, I'll 
not make eye contact with folks just because I want to shut out the rest of the world for a little while and um, sort of withdraw. So when I am stressed out, my inner Hulk reveals herself, and that looks like me being more judgmental, flipping into my way or the highway mode, and occasionally tuning people out. I do think that just to take this into a territory where people can actually do something about it, learn something concrete that they can apply, that we should call a coach. Maybe we get some professional advice on what causes this. Oh, I, I thought really... we were going to get professional help. <laughs> oh, we could get professional, but... but I'd really like to help both ourselves and people listening really better understand what's happening in that moment psychologically and then what to, to yeah, do, what how to do you about. tame that beast. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for coming on. Um, we have a lot of questions for you. So why don't Great. we start, since we know who you are, why don't we start by you're just introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, so excited to be here. Thank you for, for having me on. Uh, my name is Alex Durand, and I'm the founder of Frable Consulting, which is a coaching consulting company that works with individuals and organizational teams to help them do the purposeful work that is important to them. So this is what we're talking about today, okay? Everybody behaves a certain way under stress. And it turns out, or at least this is our theory and our yes. experience, that we behave in predictable ways. Each one of us behaves in a pretty predictable way under stress, both at home and at work. And Suzanne and I have discovered that like, there are certain personas that we become, certain kinds of monsters that we become under stress, like the bully or you know, the shields up person or the person who falls apart. And you know, we've asked our listeners to weigh in and tell us what they become under stress. And the question we have for you, Alex, is, is this beast tameable? And if it is, if this person you become under stress is tameable, how do we do that? I think that's a great question. And I think that that's where the metaphor of your inner Hulk is perfect. Because if you think about where the, the, the Hulk was not a, a super villain. Oh, that's and, so true. The Hulk was oh, actually a good was. guy. He was out of he was out of control, but you felt sorry for him. You had compassion yeah. for him. God, that's so true. And in, and the storyline of the Hulk is that suppression of the Hulk, right? Of 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 making sure that he doesn't get triggered because he didn't know how to control the Hulk once he turned into that that green beast. This is so right, yeah. true. Yeah, and I think we have to understand the context of where we are today in our mainstream conversation, right? And so when we talk about Bruce, Bruce Banner and the Hulk, what we're really talking about is you have to bring the self-awareness that you have in the bright side when you are self-regulating and when you are in environments that you feel comfortable in and that you can do your best work in. You have to bring that kind of self-awareness to those moments would it trigger you? And Alex, remember, you said it, you're triggered. So it's not like a state where you really can easily achieve the kind of consciousness you're talking about. You're triggered. You're in a fight or flight reactive mode. Yep. Yep. So how do you get a hold of yourself first and even have any of the thoughts you're suggesting when you're in triggered mode? So I started to journal and keep tabs day to day on moments where I felt like I was managing well or I was managing poorly. And that action of reflecting after things that happen, 
it's like a muscle. It was, you can say it's like muscle memory, right? So the, so the, and the journaling, the journaling is a, is a really interesting thing because whether it's diets or time management or whatever it is you want to change, it turns out that the first step is understanding the pattern by journaling because otherwise you don't really know yourself that way. You have to name it. You have to name it. You have to understand what the pattern is in order to be able to recognize that pattern. And then comes the, the, the choice point of intentionality. What do I do? What needs to change? It's not necessarily perhaps the whole pattern needs to change. What is the blind spot? What is the trigger? I think the one that you that, that you that you named the bully, uh, the person that shuts down, that actually falls in line with some of the research that's out there. And I'll borrow from the Hogan Development Survey. And there are three typical patterns that that we fall into. We either move. It's a pattern where we move away from people. There are folks that try to move against people. And then you have the people that move towards other people. So there are patterns of behavior that are very real, that are empirical. Is it your recommendation that you try to change that nature? Because Rachel and I were just nodding our heads off. We can name lots of people in our lives who behave in those three exact patterns. So are you recommending that people try to shift that nature or just understand understand it? Harness it. And that's, that's a combination of awareness and then recognizing the value that that state provides you. And so there's a lot of data that our body is sending our way that is sometimes unreliable, but in this case, reliable. And it's telling you, you are being triggered. I am acting in this stressed way, but there's data there about how you can self-manage. Yeah. And you know right? what, Alex, what's really great about what you're saying is you're taking shame out of the picture. So by simply looking at the pattern and not trying to shame yourself for it, it it gives you a pathway to say, what can I do with this? If this is the pattern that I need to be alone and I need radical space, rather than pushing everybody out of my room, I can recognize yep. it and just go, okay, and calmly announce, you know what? I'm feeling a little overwhelmed and 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 stress. I I'm going to take a bike ride. I'm going to take a walk and sort of make it a productive fact and people don't feel there's not a lot of damage around. Because they around don't feel this. that you're reacting to them. And you don't have anything to apologize exactly. for at the end of the event. Right. That's the key. Alex, you have been fantastic. You've delivered as promised. Um love your perspective and uh thank you for sharing with us. Thank you so much. I, I, Suzanne, I love that, what Alex said. My favorite part was this whole idea that instead of your stress, stressy self being a source of shame, recognize it as something, if you harness it, is a tremendous source of power. Just like any dark side of yourself, you can harness that and use it to your advantage. Everybody feels this way. I, I remember I was having a very stressful day at work, and I went to go get a manicure. I mean, some people take a bike ride. I think it's part of my control freakness, actually. I was like, what What can I control? My nails. Oh, my nails. So I went, and I went to this manicure, ist. And she was having a really bad day. And she was saying to me how the appointment right before me had showed up late, so her whole day had gotten thrown, and now everybody was complaining, cause, and she was really agitated. And I remember thinking to myself, wow. My fantasy when I'm under stress is to become a manicurist. 
because then I can just do people's nails and go home at the end of the day. But the truth is, everyone yeah. feels stressed, whether you're the guy delivering the food from Grubhub or the boss at the C-suite of a Fortune 100 company. Everyone has their own version of what stressed means to them. What I loved about what Alex said is, this isn't another person. This is another part of you. Claim it, own it, announce it, and take care of yourself in some productive way. And with that, a mic drop. That mic is drop. Perfect. Done. We'll see you next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. It matters.